now moments. They're all around us. I mean, they, they present themselves. They, they call us. You know, some, some now moments call and, and they're persistent your entire life, hoping that you'll embrace it. And other, others, well, they call, they call for a season, for a moment, and, and then they're gone. Some now moments require a little bit of, of your time. Some degree of inconvenience, maybe, maybe a little risk. And then some of them, they change the whole trajectory of your life. They, they require you to take serious risks. They require you to make significant sacrifices. And that's just how it is with now moments. I mean, some now moments are, are gentle. You know, it's as though God whispers. And they're easy to miss if you're not paying attention, if you're not watching for them. And then some now moments, they're so big, you, that's all you can see sometimes. I mean, they're, they're, they're intense. And God, kind of through his Holy Spirit, I think, confronts us, uh, disturbs us, presses us to embrace that moment. You know, now moments, uh, you, you can miss them so easily. You know, fail to notice them, and, and they're lost. They're gone. No second chance. And then others, we're very intentional about avoiding them. You know, you have that now moment. You, you recognize it, and, and you either say something like, not now, maybe someday. Or there are times you face those now moments, and, and you just flat out say, no way. Not going there. You know, you may be thinking about possibly embracing a now moment. You know, I mean, if you were to consider that, consider that God is calling you in that, you know, calling you to maybe change or for God to be able to use you. Maybe God's calling you to a better day, maybe a better way in your life. Well, you might think about this scripture. Paul writes this. He says, now to him who by the power at work within us is able to accomplish abundantly far more what? And all we can ask or imagine. I mean, what if, what if we were to live our lives always watching, listening, looking around us, you know, looking for those God-given now moments? I mean, what if we were to see everything and I mean absolutely everything with God's eyes. What if we were to do that? So that when you face those now moments, you just embrace them. You know, it's what we've talked about, of embracing and saying, you know, I am the one, this is the place, and now's the time. I mean, can you imagine the possibilities of that? Because whatever you're imagining, it's greater than that. I mean, that's how it is with these God-given now moments in, in life. You know, Abraham. Abraham had no idea 
that his life was about to change. You know, Abraham was from the city of Ur, one of the, the most advanced cities of its day. This guy was seriously wealthy, highly educated, very prominent individual in his city. And in a now moment, God called him to a better way, a better day, a better place. And, and I think it must have seemed strange to him at the time. I mean, the, the fact is when God called him to leave his city of birth, to say goodbye to relatives, friends, and ask him to head off into an unknown land was simply a promise that someday he would become a great nation. I wonder what was going through his head in that moment. You know, I imagine Abraham took a deep breath. And we know from Scripture, he took a risk, and he made a sacrifice, and he embraced the moment. And it was a moment that would mark him. You know, years later, Abraham would be standing on the mountains outside Hebron. And he's up on the mountain as far as he could see. And God's talking to him. God reminded him of the promise that he had given him. He says, now lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are. Northward, southward, eastward, westward. Can you picture him looking around as far as he can see? For all the land which you see, God says, I will give it to you and your descendants forever. My guess is that Abraham imagined the possibilities when God first called him. But it was greater than that. I mean, he had no idea the scope of that promise. You know, I find it interesting, the the fact that uh, Jews, Muslims, and Christians all claim Abraham. I don't think that's a mistake in the sense that part of God's promise, a now moment, that changed everything. Moses, Moses, fugitive on the run, hiding out in the desert. He sees a burning bush. So Moses said, I must turn aside now and see this marvelous sight, why the bush is not burned up when the Lord saw that he had turned aside to look. See, it's a now moment in the making here. God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, here am I. What a moment that must have been. I mean, God would ask Moses to lead an entire nation out of slavery. Would lead, ask him to lead them to the promised land. It was a now moment. You know, Moses, when you read, you realize right away that he had some fear. He had doubt. He was uncertain about things. But he took a deep breath. And he had no idea what was ahead. But he took that first step. And friends, that moment, that moment, impacted an entire nation. Marked history. Made for a good sermon series a while back, you know. (laughs) But that now moment changed the trajectory of Moses' life. I mean, that's how it is with now moments. You know, a now moment called Joshua. Joshua to lead a small army against a super powerhouse of an army. And God used 
Joshua. Worked through him. And brought Jericho to its knees. When a nation was cowering and hiding out, a now moment, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, led a young shepherd boy to take a deep breath and to step up and face off against a giant of a man named Goliath. And that now moment resulted in Goliath's death. Did you guys catch the little kids when they were talking? I love that. wasn't so good for Goliath, you know. All the Philistines fled. And it freed the nation of Israel, who'd been terrorized for years. That now moment, I would argue, propelled David to the throne. And David would have many, many more now moments. You know what I mean? A now moment took a young orphan girl from obscurity to Queen of Persia. I mean through a series of now moments where she kept stepping up. I mean, Esther takes a deep breath and she risks everything and embraced that moment. She took some uh, tough stands, unpopular stands. The possible repercussions for her, well, honestly, she just put her life in the balance. But she followed and trusted God and she was willing to lay it all on the line. And she saved a nation from extinction, genocide. One woman willing to say, I am the one, this is the place, and now's the time. You know, Daniel, Daniel, he took a deep breath. And with all the courage he could muster, he prayed knowing it was totally against the law. And he prayed that prayer, and he earned himself a death sentence. And I've always wondered what was going through Daniel's mind as they're leading him to the lion's den. He's shackled. I imagine the crowd was roaring. I mean, to be honest, they wanted to see blood. They wanted to see Daniel torn apart. And Daniel had courage. He trusted God And ultimately, we know the lions lay down. They decide to take a nap. Daniel's delivered. And an amazing thing is the king and the nation of Babylon would end up bowing a knee to that God. Now moment. Now moment. You know, a star showed brightly in the eastern sky. Friends, this would be the most important now moment in history. You know, a young mother, I mean, honestly, she, she was a child herself, full of uncertainty, fear, but Mary took a really deep breath. She trusted God and she embraced the moment. And as they were announcing the news, Mary's like, I'm yours, God. I mean, Joseph, kings, The Magi, they embraced their own now moments in that history. Now moments. I mean, a now moment that all of history had waited for, had longed for. A now moment that would split history. A now moment that announced the birth of Jesus Christ, the Savior for the world. You know, Jesus 
would grow up, and he would live those now moments. I mean, he spent his whole life saying, use me, God, use me. He didn't miss a single opportunity to be used by God. You know, I read through the, the Gospels, and it is amazing how perceptive Jesus is to everything around him. He is completely willing to embrace those now moments, those now moments in his life where people that were physically broken, he heals them. People that were blind all of a sudden could see. You know, the lame could walk. Lepers were fully restored to health. Jesus had those now moments. And he watched and he broke people free from death grips. I mean, they walked out of graves. You know, Jesus broke people's, that, that strangle that, that sin had on their life. You know, you find Jesus having these moments where, where he f- gives people forgiveness. He empowers them. He, f- he gives them freedom for the first time in their life. And friends, they were all now moments in his life and in their life. Probably the greatest now moments when Jesus took that deep breath And he trusted God, willingly embraced the most challenging of now moments. Because he knew, he knew when he embraced it, that it was going to lead him to the cross. He knew that he was going to die for the sins of the world. And it's interesting when you read what transpired, that that moment in Jesus' life, just, just before he dies, just before he takes that last breath, Unlike other people that embraced now moments and got kind of caught off guard, didn't realize what was involved, Jesus fully understood the significance of that moment. Scripture says that he said, it is finished. And then he bowed his head and released his spirit. It is finished. His work was done now. And God responded to that now moment. You know, brings Jesus out of the grave three days later. And it changes everything. That changed everything in history. It was a now moment, a salvation moment. You know, Paul would later write of after having his own now moment, you know, where Paul uh, takes a deep breath. And he steps across the line. He gives his life to to Jesus Christ. And Paul, reflecting on Jesus' now moment, his life, his death, his burial, resurrection, Paul points out our reality now. I mean, now we have peace. Now we are justified by faith. Now we are not guilty anymore. Now, sin no longer has power over us. Now, you can call God Father. Now, you are united with the one that was resurrected from the grave. Now, you are free from the law of sin and death. Now, today, is a day of salvation. Now there's no condemnation. Now you are an heir with Jesus Christ. Now you have the promise 
that was Abraham's belongs to you. Now, the sting of death is gone. Now, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Now we have new life in Christ. Now the Spirit of God dwells in us. Now we are living sacrifices. Now you are part of the body, the church. Now you're called to good works. Now set your heart on heaven. Changes everything. Now. Now. They're all around us. And here's the question. What are you going to do when you face your next now moment? What are you going to do now? There's a scripture I've been reading every day through, through this series. Jesus said this. He says, give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. Don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. Last week, we, um, we talked about the, the little boy embracing a now moment in his life when he gave his lunch to Jesus. And that little boy gave five loaves, you know, probably small rolls. He gave two fish. And God used that young man to ignite a miracle. We said that Jesus, I mean, Scripture says uh, he fed 5,000 men. I'm assuming there were more than men there. And then he fed 15, maybe 20,000 people that day. Last few weeks, we have focused on now. You know, last week I said that Faith Fellowship, we are facing a now moment. You know, we, we need a miracle. So we can continue to grow, so we can continue to feed a hungry world so that we can continue to look at this community with God's eyes and look at the world with God's eyes. You know, we said we, we've got to expand. We've got to get space for, for our kids. And we've said our goal somewhere around a million to a million three. That's why I've been reading this. Because <laughs> honestly, folks, I'll, I'll be blunt. If I think very long, I go into worry overdrive. And the only thing that I know to do when I have a now moment in my life is trust God. Take a big breath and embrace the moment. And give God the very best that I've got. And let God work in me and through me. To give my full attention to what God is doing right now. Today, one of the now moments we all face is what are we going to commit to that? I have talked about the importance of what Faith Fellowship's doing. I watched the video that we just watched. When I hear a story like that, it just pushes me on to say, you know what? Every moment 
every person. You don't know when you can change their eternity, but you can. And I, I've tried to give the best information that I can. I sat with a uh, small group uh, a week ago, about 25 families. And I asked them to kind of be the forerunners uh, for the congregation to encourage us. And um, that, that group committed uh, $337,000. And I went, wow, God. You know. My hope is you've prayed about this. You've been reading the devotionals. Uh, and by the way, those that wrote devotionals, man, awesome, awesome. I hope you've talked it over with your families. And, and here's what I want to do. Everybody should have got a uh, lunch bag. I was thinking about the feeding of all the people that Jesus fed that day. And you should have got a commitment card. Probably many of you brought them and already filled out. I want to say those that have already committed to this, take a blank one. I want you to be part of this process with us. Does that make sense? And just put it in, in the bag like this. Bags make a lot of noise. <laughs> and I want, as you put it in there, just quietly to your, yourself and to God, just say, this is my best. You know, these God-given now moments are all around us. They cry out. They, they promise a better day. They promise a better way. And I know, however big or small our now moments are, that it means taking risks, it means sacrifice, it means being obedient, it means saying it when? Doing it when? Living it when? That's one now moment. The second thing that I want you to do, because here's what I know, because of emails and conversations and what have you, is each and every one of us has had personal now moments. You know, there are now moments where God's called you to something. And I know that as we have talked through this series, that there's been a point, some point where you had a particular now moment that came into your mind. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to think for a moment. Think about what that now moment is. You got it? It's a personal one, okay? It's yours. And I want you to consider the possibilities. Acknowledge that you're afraid. You know, maybe you're resisting it. I don't, I don't know. But friends, 
here's what I know. When you risk, when you trust, when you give God your full attention, and and that's a key piece, and you imagine what God could do through you, whatever that is, it's greater than that. It's greater than whatever you're thinking about. You've got to embrace that moment, whatever. You know, maybe, maybe God's working in you, you know, working, wants to work through you, but whatever it is, you've got to do it. When? Now. You know, maybe it's to change something in your life. Maybe it's to start doing something. Maybe it's a now moment that's going to impact your marriage or how you parent. Or, you know, maybe it's a now moment in your uh, relational world or recreational world. You know, maybe it's a now moment uh, on how you handle finances. Or maybe it's a now moment that impacts your vocation. You know, maybe it's taking a spiritual step. Maybe it's giving your life to Jesus Christ, which incidentally is the most important now moment you'll ever have. Don't put that one off. Maybe it's putting God first in every area of your life. Maybe it's using your your giftedness to serve. Get on a team. That's what I would tell you. Get on a team. Now moments. Maybe God's calling you to spend time with him every day. Dedicate yourself to reading the Bible and praying each morning or each evening. For some of you, maybe that now moment is you need to embrace a miracle, the possibility to believe in a God that the impossible is possible. Whatever, whatever your now moment is, okay, your personal now moment, the best advice I can give you today is take a deep breath and just breathe it out. And here's what I'm suggesting. Whatever your now moment is, to place it in the bag like that and give it to God is a sign. Is a sign that, that you're embracing, you're willing for God to use you, however that is. And what we're going to do today is uh, celebrate in communion. Celebrate um, that now moment that changed everything. You know, that God loved you so much, he was willing to send his son to die for you. To die for your sins. For our salvation. And and what I would ask you to do is, as you come to take communion today, that you would bring your little lunch sack. It contains the commitment you're making to God. And it contains your personal now moment. And if you just bring it up and lay it down, and as you lay it down, again, between you and God, just say, I am the one. Say that with me. This is the place, and now is the time. God has 
given every one of us the opportunity to embrace a now moment. And friends, if you, if you take that step, here's what you can count on. God will start working in you and through you. As we take communion, I'd invite you to come and embrace a God of nows. Right here, right now. You know, Jesus took the bread that evening when he was with the disciples. And I've always wondered if, as he was breaking it, and he was sharing with them, I wonder if he thought about when he fed all those people, how he kept tearing the bread and it just kept multiplying. And then I wonder, as he broke that and he shared with his disciples, and he knew what was coming. I mean, I wonder what he thought. But he broke the bread and he said, take and eat, for this is my body. Likewise, scripture says that he took the cup and he blessed it and he invited all of us to celebrate, to do this in remembrance of him till he comes again. Let's bow in a word of prayer. Our holy God, God, we praise you. God, we thank you. We thank you that you loved us so much that you sent your son to die for our sins. And God, it's changed everything. And we stand with the Apostle Paul. No more fear. No more condemnation. We are truly heirs. God, we thank you for that. God, bless us as we embrace you and remember. It's in Christ's holy name we pray. Amen.